and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and it's such a blessing to have you join us again today. I want to just uh, continue to thank you all so much for downloading episodes and for um, joining me on this devotional journey, and I pray that it's just a blessing to you, and I pray that the Lord continues to give you a hunger and a thirst for His Word and for more time with Him. Um, I want to give Him um, all the glory and praise. We've passed 2,000 downloads, um, and we've, we're not even a month into this, and uh, I just, uh, I just can't thank him enough for that. And um, as of this morning, at the time of this recording, we um, reached into 129 cities, I believe, in eight countries. Uh, a shout out to um, the new friends in uh, Bogota, Colombia, if you're listening to this episode today. Um, And then I think we're in 24 states in the United States, Um, and it's just such a blessing. And uh, I I just don't have enough words to say um, how wonderful it is uh, what God's doing. It's not anything I'm doing. It's all about Him. And I pray that you just draw uh, closer to Him and just fall in love with His Word more every day. I pray the more that you're in His Word that you will begin to see that you're... um, your thoughts, your mind, your heart is transformed as you spend more time with Him. So the chosen verse for January the 6th, 2022, comes from uh, the book of James again. We were there a week ago um, on the 19th, and so we're here a week later. And um, this is James 1, 26, and it reads as follows from the ESV. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Oh my, here we go. So um, as you you know, I like to talk about um, the author of the book and get some context. And we talked about James um, just a week ago. So if you didn't get to listen to that and want to go back um, and re-listen or listen anew to the episode on January the 19th. We talked a little bit more about James, but we know that the writer of this book is James, and we know that he was Jesus's brother. And so he walked with Jesus. He um, saw Jesus firsthand, and we know that um, the many of Jesus's um, earthly brothers did not believe that he was the Messiah at first, but later they came to believe and um, and realized that he was truly the Messiah. And um, James, the writer of this book, was um, described as one of the pillars of the church later, and he's a very straightforward, very to-the-point um, kind of guy, as you will see. <laughs> There's no fluff in the book of James. It's um, it's a wonderful book on Christian living, but it's also very pointed, and uh, he doesn't pull any punches, as I've mentioned before. But, you know, we need this. We need that truth spoken to us, and um, the Christian life is not easy because there is a constant war between the spirit, um, the spiritual side of us, and and the fleshly side and the worldly side of us, and 
Um, if we have the Lord Jesus in our heart, he's promised he's given us that Holy Spirit and that's inside of us, but we have to quench the um or put down the things of the flesh and really let his spirit do its work in us. But it is a constant battle. It is not just a, um, oh, now I'm a Christian, now I'm a believer, everything is easy. Everything gets much harder because um, there is a spiritual war going on around us, friends, and it's true. We read about that in Ephesians chapter 6. But it's it's a daily and sometimes it's an hour by hour, minute by minute conscious effort to um, do what the Father would have us to do. I'm reminded um, in Luke chapter 9, and I think in uh, Matthew is also recorded this, Matthew chapter 16, but Luke chapter 9, uh, beginning in verse 23, the Lord Jesus says, and this is him talking, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And like I said, it, this is an everyday thing, sometimes an every hour thing, sometimes an every minute thing. But with the power of his Holy Spirit, we can do this. Um, and so don't be discouraged. Don't think, oh, my goodness, I, I, there's no way I can do this. You can't. That is true. But the Lord working through you can help. So I want to back up, actually, to the verse that we uh, studied last week to give us context leading into today's scripture. And so James chapter 1, beginning in verse 19, um, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he himself he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Oh my goodness, there's so many different avenues that we could travel, so many different um, ways that we could study this. Um, there's just so much in these verses to uh, to know for our daily lives. Um, but I think it's it's really important first to, to realize when we read this, if anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. This steps all over my toes. It matters what comes out of our mouth. It matters what comes out of our mouth. And, and we must... We must think about that. That's why back up in there it says, uh, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. You know, um, God is not about a set of religious rules or 
or doing um, things just to do them. He's all about the heart. It's about what is in our heart and our heart being right before him. And that's uh, one of the the takeaways that we can get from this is um, you can say you are of a certain faith and you can say that you believe a certain way, but if your actions don't follow how you say you believe, then um, it's worthless. And what is it that gets us into the most trouble? It seems to be our tongue. And so James talks about this uh, uh, more in his letter over in chapter 3, and we're going to jump over and I'm going to read that to you. Um, In James chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness, for we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire, and the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of, a, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. So is there any hope for us? Because we um, we have all been in this situation, or I know I have, um, where my mouth speaks and you can't take it back and... Um, the main thing is, friend, just like First uh, John one nine says, is um, our Lord is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, but or from all unrighteousness. But we don't want to continue sinning on purpose, um, and so we need to ask Him um, continually for help. And one of my favorite, um, and I say this all the time, I love all the words, all the verses, but. Um, one of my favorite psalms to help with this, there's actually two of them, but is found in Psalm 141. And it reads as follows, uh, beginning in verse 1. O Lord, I call upon you, hasten to me. Give ear to my voice when I call to you. Let my prayer be counted as incense before you and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not let my heart incline to any evil, to busy myself with wicked deeds in company with men who work iniquity, and let me not eat of their delicacies. And so we can pray this. We can ask the Lord to help us. And I love this word picture of him putting a guard over my mouth and and keeping watch over my lips so that we don't turn toward evil. 
And he is faithful, friend. If you're a believer, and as I've mentioned before, and his Holy Spirit is in you, he will help with that. Uh, Now, there's no doubt that there's probably going to be times when things still come out of our mouth. But um, if that Holy Spirit is in you, he's going to convict you of that and, and just ask for forgiveness, ask him to clean up things for you, and he will do that. And then I think the more that we're in the Word, the more that we study his Word and read his Word, um, the Scriptures say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And let me look up that reference for you real fast. Yes, it's in Matthew twelve thirty four, and Jesus was talking to the um, Pharisees here, and actually he had just finished talking, uh, calling them a brood of vipers. And I'll back up um, to verse 33, uh, Matthew twelve thirty three, and these are in red letters. This is what Jesus said, either Make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The good person out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Oh my goodness, that should strike fear into every one of us. However... We have a Savior, and we are covered by His righteousness. Not one of us is righteous on our own. Not one of us is good. But if we turn to Jesus and ask Him to forgive us for our sins, He is ever faithful, friend. So I want to encourage you um, that you can ask for His help. And I'm going to close today um, reading um, from Psalm 19. Um, which is another another one that is a passage that is really, uh, really good to memorize, uh, to ask the Lord to help you when you're wanting to really um, bridle that tongue. And uh, But before I do that, I want to remind you, friend, to read God's Word, to study God's Word, to live God's Word, and to share God's Word. As we put His Word, as we hide His Word in in our heart that we may not sin against him. Um, and that's in Psalm Psalm 119, verse 11. Um, um, my version uh, in the English Standard says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Other versions say, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That's how we do it. We're in his word, and that's how we keep from sinning against him. Um, and I would encourage you just to continue to read and study. But if you go over to Psalm 19, um, in verse 14, it says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And I think this bears repeating just one more time. How can um, the words of our mouth and the meditation of, of our heart be acceptable in his sight? Well, it has to be his words. It's his words that we hide or that we store up in our heart that we may not uh, sin against him. And then out of the abundance of our heart, the words that w- his words that we've hidden in our heart or stored up in our heart, 
That's what the mouth speaks. The Lord knew what he was doing when he created that and when he uh, wanted us to to hide or store up his words in our heart. He's made a way for us. And just like we read um, maybe a couple of days ago from Psalm 139, he knows the words on our tongue before even uh, they come out of our mouth. Let me find that reference for you real fast. Yes, here it is, Psalm 139, um, verse 4. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. And then this next verse is just wonderful. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. He's got his hand on us. He's in front of us. He's behind us. He's all around us. And so I pray that that can be an encouragement to you today, friend. Let's just give our tongue to him. Let's fill our hearts with his word. And out of that abundance of what he has allowed us to store up in our hearts, that's what our mouths will speak for his glory and um, to let others know more about him and I think people will be able to see us living his word in this way. So I know a little, I went a little longer after I said I would close, but I just got so excited the way God pulls everything together. And I do want to close now, friend, with um, this blessing for you from 2 Thessalonians verses 16 and 17. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. Blessings to you, friend. Until next time.